This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you are listening to Epilepsy Well to Epilepsy Hell. For the one in three drug-resistant epileptic that needs self-care and options that go beyond do what the doctor says and take these drugs until you die. Drugs don't solve the problems. It doesn't go away. It just covers up or makes it worse. And so what you really need to do is take control of your life, take control of the situation, and make your health care about you. Advocate for yourself because no one else knows you like you. If you are looking for answers, if you are looking for help, if you're looking for a way to take back your day and be happy to live epilepsy well, you are in the right place. Have you ever been really good at something and then just realized you don't know how to tell people or you don't know how to come across as saying, hey, look, I've got a lot of experience with this without kind of alienating yourself? I mean, it's a process trying to talk to people and communicate and say, hey, look, I've been through these amazing experiences They're incredible. I never thought it was possible to get through them, but I found some shortcuts. I mean, these are the kind of things I like. I mean, who doesn't like a shortcut? I mean, would you rather walk two miles or would you rather walk half a mile? If you can find a shortcut to save yourself the time and energy, that gives you time and energy to do other things, usually what you love. Unless you're stuck in a situation where you are somebody else's slave or you're a slave to your own hell and you're just stuck in your own head, stuck in your bed, suffering away, wondering what else can possibly go wrong. Because I'm telling you, when you're in that mindset, all kinds of things can go wrong. More and more and more. And you know, one of the worst things is like, you know, life can always get worse. And no matter what, there can always be more problems. And it can always get worse and worse and worse until you start taking care of the problems and start addressing solutions that happen and need to occur in your life to facilitate something that's so much more fun, so much more real, and so much less like on the floor and sad and confused and hungry and tired and... Who knows what the hell's going on anymore? And that's not the world we want to live in. It really, really sucks being all fogged up, all exhausted, all just lost to the world. Where everybody else is just running around doing things that you wish you could. That you used to be able to maybe, or maybe you've seen on TV and it thought it'd be really cool someday maybe, if ever. And, you know, if ever is just the horrible time, someday maybe it never comes because today it's always right now. It's never tomorrow. It's never yesterday. It's always right now. So right now is really the best time for you to start making a decision. I mean, you don't have to agree with yourself from five minutes ago. I mean, you can totally change your mind. And decide that information is presented to you or whatever. The experiences that you go through, they allow you to develop a deeper understanding and meaning to your life. So that you can actually flourish. So you can grow and bloom into this beautiful being that you are. Hey, beautiful being. So, I know you need 
something more than just saying, hey, look, you're mighty sexy looking there, dead person, because, you know, it feels like you're dying sometimes, and get all these people hovering around telling you, you'll look fine, and you sure don't feel fine. You know what I'm saying? You don't feel fine, but it's just invisible uh, it's not even a disease, it's not an illness, it's a disability, but it's just a way of life. It's kind of like saying you're diabetic or, you know, whatever. It's just something you have going on that you can actually manage properly with diet and exercise. Why do I know this? Because you have to know this. Because for the one in three of us that drugs don't work and it is just a worse seizure trigger and makes your life hell if you don't die in the process. Uh, we need something more. That's what I've been trying to tell you. There's so much more to life. You can either run towards the pleasure of trying to find a quick, easy fix that really just leaves you in more pain, or you can find a way to actually get away from the pain. I mean, seriously, it... It takes a little bit of work to figure out how to do things. I mean, everything that you ever, like, want to get good at, it takes work. When you first started walking, you had to practice walking. You know, when you first started writing, you had to practice your letters. And you practiced your handwriting for a while before you ever got really good at writing your own name. And you knew your name for years. But it took you a while to figure out how to write your name because... Learning is a process, and sometimes we learn differently from others. I myself, I'm dyslexic. So I only knew a few of my letters by the time I was done with kindergarten. It was probably half my alphabet. First grade, I don't know, I think I finished learning my alphabet. They talked about holding me back because they weren't sure if I was smart enough to continue, but I was dyslexic. And nobody knew this. We never figured this one out for a long time. But that's kind of the process. People don't recognize what's going on with you. They're so caught up with their own world. I mean, my dad is also dyslexic. And somehow it never occurred to anybody that I was dyslexic. So it is what it is. I have the whole process of being told I'm retarded and stupid and lazy and all this other stuff just because I learn differently. Because my brain doesn't, you know, let me write things like everybody else. You know, I can't do my numbers like everybody else. Anytime I try writing stuff out, like it gets all jumbled up. It's all really weird and confusing. So I had to learn how to learn. I've had to learn different things that don't always require, you know, the precision of what it is I write. Although I do enjoy art has kind of helped me in the whole process of being able to do a little control with my hands. But still, even when I'm writing, when I'm trying to text and type to people, I struggle. And I don't know how many of you guys can't figure out how to spell a word and then all of a sudden you just change the whole entire sentence because you can't figure out how to spell the word and you know you can ask Siri or your Google assistant or Alexis or whoever it is that your you know smartphone or smart computer or smart TV is talking to you about and you can't always get you know the answers that you want cuz you know smart isn't always smart but it's awesome to be able to access so much stuff on your phones on your TVs 
you know, to be able to do research for things for yourself that you can help yourself out. I mean, YouTube is an amazing resource for things that you can do. One of the problems with a lot of these things is there's so much what not to do in the middle of that, too. So it's like, how do you know what's the best thing on there to look at? How do you know what's the best thing to follow? Because, man, there's so much crap, especially about diets and the way that people eat. And there's a lot of this stuff. Like everybody thinks you need to be, you know, keto, 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 keto. And, you know, keto has a time and a place. Everything is somewhere where it's like it gets you going but then it just it's not a sustainable diet there needs to be keto plus i'm talking about keto plus balance that's what i'm gonna be delivering that's what i'm trying to offer you i'm studying up right now on all the keto diets out there right now so i can fix them and make sure that they abide by the standard of traditional medicine, so they're fully compatible in the process of changing and elevating your body, getting your neurons to fire right, to help facilitate your your nerve growth. Um, the research shows that you know your brain can heal and recover and generate nerves. It's not the old nerves that are growing; it's brand new nerves that grow just like roots from a tree or branches from the tree that just. You know, you sever these things and they keep growing. They just keep growing. And it's the same concept. The old dies off, but you can still, still keep growing and facilitating the whole process of improving your brain, your function, your words, your memory, all these things. But it requires work and effort in the right manner. You can't just be sitting there hurting yourself all the time. And ignoring what your triggers are and expecting that you're going to get better. I know there's been plenty of times where, you know, I've been too upset, too frustrated, too lonely. And the only thing there is to do is just kind of find a coping mechanism. And most of them aren't, you know, very good. Most of them aren't healthy. I mean, there's... It's really hard when you're alone and you're confused and you forget what you're supposed to do. When you're having seizures, meditating and meditation is like you're home away from home and you're just going crazy every time you do something. Really, the whole process of trying to figure out how to overcome yourself is interesting because we want things to be a certain way and oftentimes we will fight tooth and nail just to maintain that. I don't know how many of you have decided that, you know, you want your life to be a certain way and you or your hair a certain way or you want to wear your your makeup a certain way and other people just have an opinion about it that doesn't really correlate with you it's like that's fine you have an opinion but this is me i'm gonna handle me because it's my life and i want to have the best version of it i can and i'm sure you do too there's plenty of you out there and i'm sure that you're just looking for some reason some hope to be able to say yes i can actually do this and move forward with my life and i can actually find answers i can do yoga i can do some qigong i can eat better i can sleep better i can take precautions to keep myself safe you know we get to wear helmets sometimes i have nothing 
against helmets. I am a skateboarder. I can't ride a skateboard anymore, but man, I used to love riding my skateboard. And you know, one of these things is I was weird. I learned to do kung fu as a kid, so I anytime I fell off a skateboard, it was like a judo roll, and I landed on my feet. And still pretty good about that. The last I think the worst I ever did was a flat-out judo roll, and I never hurt myself, but I always end up, you know, sometimes you'd be skating along, and all of a sudden them tires hit, like, a part of the sidewalk that's not even, that's sticking up, and you're not paying attention, so you just lose your board and, you know, end up rolling and tumbling and, again, landing on my feet. But it took training. It took a lot of training. To be able to be nimble, to be able to know body memory that when you're falling, when you're doing these things, like there are certain procedures that you can go through. There are certain things that you can do to help recover and get out of them faster. I don't know about you, but I love getting out of things faster. You know, the whole process of sitting there and waiting like any day, you know you've ever dealt with a month going by before you can see somebody because you feel like crap and then they come over and then that's the one day you're finally feeling good and then you're destroyed by the end of the day and another month goes by before you can talk and think and communicate and you're happy enough to be like hey let's hang out and we'll have fun until you just get destroyed over and over again so yeah you have to watch out for the best of intentions. You have to watch out for whatever's going on around you. Uh, Got to make sure that you are eating for you, that you are doing what's right for you, and that you're looking for answers. And don't worry about it. We're all going to make mistakes. I have made a bunch of mistakes, which is why I'm trying to offer shortcuts because it's so much nicer to not have to suffer if you don't have to to ease your pain and shorten your learning curve back to an epilepsy well, out of that epilepsy hell that just, you know, that's undescribable, excruciating. Epilepsy sucks, and there's more to life, and you can have more to life. As soon as you decide that you've had enough of all the other problems. You've had enough of everybody else telling you what to do. You've had enough of making the wrong decisions yourself, eating the wrong foods, sleeping the wrong way, breathing the wrong way, just being the wrong way, thinking the wrong way. Because how can you not? With all this pain and all this misery and suffering, and if you don't have the answers and you don't have the help you need, you just go crazy. Definition Einstein's definition of insanity is, you know, trying to do the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. Seriously, you can't just keep doing the same thing and expect that your life is going to change. The the basically the environment that gets you sick, the environment that keeps you sick, the environment that holds you down, whether it's your head or your home or wherever, this is not the environment that's going to heal you. It's not what's going to help you. What's going to help you and heal you is creating, building, growing an environment with inside yourself, inside your head, inside your home, inside your community. 
You know, being able to facilitate things for yourself so you're able to do things without relying on other people to survive. Because the moment that you depend on somebody else for everything is the moment that you have lost control of your life. And it's okay to need help and be at times and moments where it's like, I need help to do things. But there's no excuse to wallow in your own misery and just take it out on the people around you and not find a reason to make your own life better. It doesn't matter what people tell you. They tell you you're horrible, you're stupid, you're ugly. They don't know nothing. These are horrible people themselves, and all they can do is lash out and attack people because they're the bad people that are trying to ruin other people's lives. And we just need to make it through the day and work on a way up, up, and away. It's just many ways to do this you could move you move in with friends you can get people to move out i went and lived in the forest for a little while i've lived in homeless shelters i even went to mexico and you know all over it's seriously you just gotta sometimes be brave after you figure out what it is that you want and even if you don't know what it is i knew i just wanted to survive I knew the environment I was living in with my dad was killing me. That the whole apartment being right next to the freeway and all the noises and just everything. It was just too much. So I had to get away and I found an environment that's a lot better for me. The one I'm in right now, it's been hit or miss. As you guys have heard over the last, you know, several months of me talking, I... You know, live in a world that is very flexible. It goes up and down. It's an epilepsy hell to epilepsy well. And I could definitely go run away from all of the problems in my life and go keep trying to find something that is just, you know, Zen, like a little Buddhist monastery somewhere. But how would that ever, how would that ever help me? How would that help anybody else? Like, seriously, the best way that you can heal yourself is by stimulating yourself by building up you know going for a walk and slowly making it longer eating the right foods taking a nice nap getting off your phone and getting off you know the computer before a couple hours before you go to sleep at least an hour but two hours is recommended you know make sure you're not frying your brain out watching tv too late just Give yourself a moment to relax and to breathe and let your brain be ready for sleep. Not to the point where it's exhausted and worn out and you've just run it like into the ground and you're like, I can't stay awake anymore. I mean, this happens. I'm constantly reaching the point where I can't stay awake anymore. And I go to bed, you know, anywhere from eight o'clock to, you know, nine or 10 o'clock at night, most nights. And I'm up anywhere from, you know, 2 to 4 o'clock most nights. I think I was up at 4 o'clock today. It was 5.30 yesterday. 2 o'clock, 2.30 the day before, 5.30 the day before. You know, so there's a very fluctuation in the way that I sleep. And I don't have a problem with it. I honestly love getting up early in the morning. And I have a few mentors uh, that talk about this whole process. If you get up in the morning, the first thing you do is you try to work on 
what's the most important thing? I wish that that was my option. Usually it's, you know, sometimes it's take care of Glenn. You got to wipe his butt, bring him the paper, got to get him orange juice, whatever. And that can sometimes be anywhere from half an hour to an hour by the time I'm done with Glenn. So that first hour isn't always mine, but sometimes it is. I like to pace around for a little bit, take my time to breathe, let my brain wake up. Don't want to pressure it into being on the computer in the lights too much because I have light sensitivity. And if you have light sensitivity too, it really sucks trying to have all this pain in your face, especially first thing in the morning, getting on here, trying to write a book or trying to figure out how to tell a story or trying to find a way to be a better version of myself so that I can help other people. It's it's really kind of up to us to decide what it is we want to do. And found for several years, I didn't really want to be miserable and unhappy without answers. I didn't want to be struggling and called crazy. I didn't want to lose my memories and forget what I was supposed to do. I didn't want the brain damage or any of this stuff. It was definitely not my to-do list. It was not on my bucket list. I was not trying to get any of this done before I died. But since it all happened... It has definitely been an interesting road. I will never, 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 never say that I don't miss my old life because honestly, it just, it's not the same. It'll never be the same. And I'm always going to miss that old version of me that did so much more without having to be so much more present and aware. So, but at the same time, I can totally appreciate the fact that I have slowed down my life, that I'm a lot more present and aware of what's going on, already kind of a calm person most of the time until I'm doing my seizure rage bipolar deal. I explained to everybody, I'm a little uh, bipolar, I'm basically a fast cycler at this point. My dad is uh, medicated and so is my brother for um, bipolar. Uh, so it's a real thing. I got some other issues. You know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know. You'd be pretty crazy too if you grew up the way I did. So anyways, I hope that you guys didn't have to grow up the way I did. I hope you guys got a wonderful mom and a wonderful dad. and Brothers and sisters that love you and support you in this whole process. And I hope that you guys have friends and people that check on you and make sure you're okay. You know, people that will do your, you know, do that first, Caesar first aid so they know what to do to help you out. People that will go help take you to the store so that you can go buy your groceries. That will help you figure out how to do food preps. That will help you figure out how to cook for yourself. That will help you figure out how to take care of yourself and be the best version of yourself somebody that's not going to do everything for you because honestly i'm telling you the moment you can't do anything for yourself it is so much harder to get back to doing things for yourself but all it takes is practice and starting on the path you got to tip one foot in front of the other just put one foot in front of the other that's how you walk a million miles that's how you run a marathon That's how you get from A to B is you get started and you do it one step at a time and you make sure in the process that you're putting your foot down on nice solid ground so that you're not going to slip and fall. 
So sometimes it takes a little bit of time and effort to make sure that your foundation and your footing is good. But once you get to a nice, less dangerous spot to be walking, then you can start running and you get momentum and just life gets so much better. The ups and downs, it's just life. The rounds and rounds, it's life. It's just what it is. You accept it and then it's so much more enjoyable. You you do realize that it's really up to you to decide whether or not you want to be happy. It's really up to you to decide whether you're going to actually do something with your life or whether you're going to be like, doctor, give me these drugs and cover up whatever problem is that's going on until the drugs quit working or whatever. Seriously, you guys are lucky, I guess, if you drugs work for you and you don't have seizures and you haven't had a seizure for years that's awesome i'm so proud of you guys but for the rest of us we really don't have that option so you have to be patient and understanding with us and stop fighting us when we're saying that we are drug resistant and it's just real we need self-care you need self-care everyone needs self-care self-care is the first and last line of defense against all illnesses, diseases, and discomforts. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, why would anyone else? What is the point of trying to help somebody that won't help themselves? Because really, you're not helping anybody. You're just enabling somebody else to be miserable or to take their misery out on you. You're adding a codependent level that just is not healthy mental health is so important healthy relationships are so important make sure make sure please that you're working on yourself make sure you're talking to the right people that you're not you know allowing yourself to be bullied by people that don't understand what's going on that don't want to understand what's going on that want to control you that want to control your epilepsy and tell you what you can and can't do just because you're epileptic. Don't let this happen. It's not the way that your life should be. I do so much with my life and I will not let anybody tell me what I can and can't do with my epilepsy. I tell people what my epilepsy can and cannot let me do because it's up to me to decide. I know me. Nobody knows me like me. Ina knows me really good. She's gotten a lot better about stuff. But still, she doesn't know epilepsy. She'll never know epilepsy and she'll never understand it unless, unfortunately, someday she develops it. And that's just the truth of it. If you don't have epilepsy, you'll never understand. And it's like that with a lot of things. If you have migraines, other people don't understand migraines. They say they have a headache and it's a, oh, I got a migraine, blah, 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 whatever. But yeah, it ain't nothing. It ain't no migraine until it's a migraine. Migraines are unreal. Migraines are like not as bad as seizures. Trust me, seizures are unreal. They're epic. I think a seizure is like a migraine on steroids, like ten times, a hundred times is worse. But I had some migraines that were just intense. It was knocking me on my my butt. The photosensitivity was horrible. Trying to drive home and screaming and crying and. Just trying to make it from Santa Monica back up to Lancaster while I was going to school was unreal. You know, 11, 10, 11, 12 hour days worth of school and you've got a couple hours worth of drive each way sometimes. And 
man, sometimes it was like three, three and a half hours driving in. And then I could get home in about an hour and 15, maybe an hour and a half. That was a long day. So that definitely kicked my butt but and gave me a lot of migraines. I'd have a migraine every Friday when I was done with school. That was basically my finally had a chance to relax because I wasn't taking care of myself in school. I was pushing really hard. I was just trying to make it through by the end. It just was really, really hard. It felt like I depleted myself so much in the whole process. My sister dying, my best friend being in the hospital, going through cancer. And, you know, it was just a really interesting time frame that was really hard. You know, I find that life doesn't always give you what you want. But you can make the best of it. You can try to help other people out in the process. But it reaches a point where you got to take care of yourself. And they talk about when you're on an airplane, that the first thing you do is you put on your own mask. And then you put on the mask of your child or you help the person sitting next to you. Because if you don't take care of yourself first and you die, there's no point. Like You can't help anybody if you're dead. So you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. That first and foremost, make sure you're addressing your seizures and your triggers and your health and your, you know, your mental stability and your emotional intelligence and, you know, start trying to find ways of not letting everything get to you so much. And you will definitely find your life is a whole lot better, a whole lot easier to manage your seizures and your epilepsy and your triggers and everything going on in your life, even if you're not epileptic. This is just so much better just living a life of self-care and self-love. So I challenge you all. I'm almost at the 30-minute mark. So we're going to say have a good night. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself. Find a reason to want more. Give yourself a plan. Give yourself a goal, a big picture. What do you think your life would look like in a year if you had a perfect life if your life was to turn around if you could be seizure and epilepsy well what would you do this is alma wayne myers saying take care of yourself i love you take care talk soon hey thanks for listening if you've enjoyed this please subscribe feel free to Leave a review if it's something you enjoy. If there's something you'd like to hear about or you'd like to be on the podcast, feel free to send me a message or email me at podcast at myersgood.com. That's M-Y-E-R-S-G-O-O-D.com. So enjoy your night and we'll talk soon.